0: and we're live.
1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining me today for another exciting episode of Becca's World Live. So if you're watching, I encourage you to comment and put questions in the window, and Gino can read them to us. Today, We're there's... We're waiting for a few more people to join us so far. Sailor is with me. Sailor is one of the many friends that I made at the NFB convention earlier this month in New Orleans. And we have videos that we shot with Sailor while we were there. So I hope you guys are subscribed so you can make sure and not miss any of the great videos that we've been um, recording, right? Um, But before we went live, Sailor and I were talking about his podcast and some of the great things he's doing there. So Sailor,
0: are you with us? Yes, I'm here. How are you doing, Rebecca? Thanks for inviting I'm me I'm great. How episode. are you? Doing well. Doing awesome. Uh, yes, um, I did a podcast yesterday, my first episode of uh, Hope Without Sight. I did, it, I did it with a mother and son who I met at convention. Um, they are friends with Tamar. Um, uh-huh. and they're, they're both fully sighted. The son, he goes to UH Clear Lake and he met Tamra there. And, uh, they do a podcast called Shine with Marie and Mark, which is uh-huh. spreading positivity in the world. And uh, my podcast is very similar to that. It's called, like, Hope Without Sight, and we want to uh-huh. uh, share stories of inspiration and the difficulties in life. And so uh-huh. um, they, I, I invited them to be on my first episode yesterday. Sure, yeah, we could have done Zoom very easily, but guess what? I mean, they... They drove did you guys all the way, do it they, live? Yes. They drove they drove all the way out here from Galveston, which is over an hour. They uh-huh. drove all the way out here to my to my apartment where I live. We did a podcast here. And uh-huh. um uh it's not uploaded yet. I'm still working on the edits and everything, but uh uh it's I have a basic editing done. And so yeah, it was a great time. It was awesome. That is so wonderful. And I think it's
1: great that that you met friends, new friends at the convention that you're doing stuff like that with. And that's the great thing about us getting out there and traveling and doing things is because there's so many opportunities to meet new people and get new things going, you know, new opportunities and stuff. And, you know, that's one thing I love about traveling, especially when I travel to these NFB conventions, because there's always so many new things happening and new things you can learn about. Um, And at this convention, this was, as many of you know, the, la- the first convention we've had in person for the last few years. And as many of you know, there were a lot of good things that happened at this convention and there were some not so good things. And um, so I think we'll probably be talking about some of those on today's show because we're going to have two or three, I think, other people joining us who are also at the convention. And so we'll be talking about some of that stuff. And we're, we're, of course, we're going to talk about advocacy as blind people because that's something I'm really big on. And and in fact, I'm just about to publish my fourth book, um, and and this is my second book of short stories, um, and my and my writing's all about advocacy work. Um, are you there, Sailor? Still here, yeah. Okay, has anybody else joined us yet? I don't think so, because Gino usually introduces them. Okay, so um, anyway, Sailor, is there um. Let's take a quick commercial break, okay? Okay. Stay with us, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back, and maybe we'll have some other people joining us by the time we're done with the commercial. Uh, question. Hey, everybody. This- I wanted to share with you the great news that you can now get all three of my books on digital download, Audib- or Amazon print-on-demand, or on Audible. You can get my first book, Because You're Blind, which is the story of how I woke up in 1989, at the age of 12 years old, totally blind, severely brain injured severely brain injured, and paralyzed on the left side of my body, and overcame that and a lot of other stuff. And then my second book, Changing My Perspective, is the story of how I overcame a lot of trauma that I was feeling the day I walked out of court on January 25th, 2012, after escaping from that illegal guardianship I was locked under for 15 years in the state of Montana. And then you can also get my latest book, Metamorphosis, which is my first fiction book. In this book, there are six short stories, each of them about a different blind character that overcomes a lot of obstacles in her life. And it kind of ties into my own experiences, but I teach a lot in this book about how I overcame everything that I've overcome. And so I really encourage my readers to check it out. I've gone out of my way to make all three of my books accessible to everybody. So please check them out. And if you could do me the favor of going up to Amazon and writing a review, I would really appreciate it. Um, and you can email me at info at if you want to get more information. And now, back to the show. Thanks for staying with us during the commercial break, ladies and gentlemen. Are you still with us, Sailor?
0: I'm still here. Question, does this stream yard, it records, right?
1: Um. Yeah, it records. So it streams out live, but it records while we're streaming. So our viewers are watching right now. They can interact with this live or
0: they can watch the recording later on. So yeah, because, it does both. Because the reason why I ask is because I'm thinking about maybe switching to this like from Zoom or Clubhouse for my podcast. And also, is it free or do I have to pay for it?
1: Um. I think there was a slight ch- charge. And you know, Sailor, so. Gino and I started out using Zoom, and then we did some research. Well, because we're always trying to make things better here at Blue Butterfly Enterprises, so we were looking into different options. And Gino could actually give you all the details about StreamYard. I think there is a small, a uh, small annual fee. Um, it, it was pretty affordable though, and it's it's really nice to be able to do the live, awesome the live things you know and so yeah if you have any questions or just when we get off the air call Gino and Gino can answer any questions you have okay sure
0: because yeah because if this is feasible I may switch over to StreamYard Mm yep yep
1: um so Gino has anybody else joined us yet Alexa what time is it Alexa what time is it Okay so some people were supposed to be joining us at 10 so maybe they haven't seen the link yet. Um so I want to talk to you guys about my fourth book that I I am just wrapping up the um, I'm just wrapping up the manuscript on it and I'll be sending it off to my editor soon to begin the editing process so I can get it uploaded. I I think I'll have this one published by the end of the year. So that'll be like in the last three years, I've published a book each year. And, and I, I, I just, to me, that I am a, an author now. And I'm, like I said, I've been writing really good stuff. Um, but this book that I'm about to publish you guys, this is my second fiction book and it's my second short stories collection. And in this book, There are, let's see, I think five stories again. Um, There's um, Still Busy Steering. And the next one, I'm trying to remember what the next one's called. But let me tell you about, oh, the next one's called Penny Finds Her Bridge. Now in Metamorphosis, I tell the first part of Penny Plummer's story. Um, And in this book, which I think I'm going to call um, Still Busy, I think I'm going to call this collection Still Busy Steering, but in this collection, I tell the second part of Penny Plummer's story, and it's called, this Story." Is called Penny Finds Her Bridge. And it's the story of Penny's time going through a traumatic brain injury rehabilitation program in Missoula, Montana. And I give really a detailed account of what a TBI client goes through when they experience something like that. And I share with my readers, how how something like that changes a person's life. And and so I'm really excited to share the second part of Penny's story with my view, viewers and my readers in this next book. And then I also tell the second sort uh, of second side of Beth Green's story. In Metamorphosis, I tell the first part of Beth's story, the story of well, her her pregnancy, what it was like being pregnant. And having her child, and then I tell her the story of her and her husband's fight to to escape from the the um, abusive guardianship they found themselves locked under. Right, and that's and I tell that story in *Metamorphosis*. Well, in this next book, I'm telling the second part of Beth's story, and I'm fo- in the second part of Beth's story. I'm focusing on on more of the hands-on things of being a blind mother instead of what i went through or what beth went through right fighting the legal battle i'm focusing on what she she was doing in the house as raising her children right so in this book i talk about i give details about how you do things or how i did things as a blind mother right when my kids were babies and i share some really interesting and funny and heartwarming stories about different things i learned about my abilities right when i was a mother but i share in And Beth's story, right? And and I talk about how did I potty train my children as a blind mother? How did I um, feed them as a blind mother? How did I dress them? How did I change their diapers? How did I, you know, do all these things? Because there are so many little pieces to being a parent. And I don't go into a lot of detail and talk about boring stuff, but I share just a lot of tidbits that I learned about my own abilities. You know, as a mother and as a human being to try to make it easier for other blind mothers to maybe get over some of the hurdles that they're dealing with, trying to convince other people in their lives that they can really be a blind mother. Because when you read the story, you can put yourself in there. You can feel yourself and see yourself doing the same stuff the character is doing. And the reason it's so easy to put yourself there is because I literally did all the things in these stories. And so I'm able to write about them from such a perspective, in such a way that people can really connect with it. Um, and and so, um, um, and then, let's see, I don't know. And in, in says I also told the first part of Gretchen Stone's story. And I talk, I give her in Gretchen's story, I tell The story of her going to her first National Federation of the Blind Annual Convention and all the amazing things she learns about herself and her fellow blind community, right? Well, she's there. And she has a really big success at the end of Gretchen the Wretch in that book, which is what I call that short story in Metamorphosis. Well, in in this next book, I write the second part of Gretchen's story, and this one's called Gretchen Gets a Clue. And it's about Gretchen's um, time going through blind immersion training at uh, an NFB training center. And many blind people go to two or three different training centers in their times before they are able to succeed in life, right? And so I've been to a couple training centers. And because of that, I have had a lot of different experiences and learned a lot of stuff and met a lot of really cool people, right? And so in the story that I wrote, I share my own experiences and a lot of the cool things that I did going to two different training centers instead of just one, right? Cause I just kind of combine it all into the one story. And so for people who've been to any of these NFB training centers, they'll really be able to connect with the stories because they'll see themselves. They'll be able to like remember themselves going through the same training and having the same, uh, the same uh, uh, victories and the same uh, like moments of, Oh my gosh! I gotta try better at that, right and stuff like that and 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 uh, but I also think my my sighted readers will be able to connect with with the characters in my stories, you know and so I just really encourage my readers to read metamorphosis and and stay tuned because once I get this next book released, like I said, it's the sequels to all of these stories in metamorphosis um
0: no. and there's a lot of good stuff in them now say um, who is Penny and Gretchen who are they? So Penny and Gretchen are two of the
1: characters that are in Metamorphosis. Penny Plummer, um, that's the story of, I mean, when you read the book, it'll become clear to you that the author, that's me, the author is actually speaking about their own experiences through Uh. these characters, right? And so Penny Plummer's story is just one of some of the stuff I've experienced, but I tell it from Penny's point of view, she's one of the blind characters in my book, Right. Oh. And, and I talk about the, the, the victories that she has and the, the things she loses at and, and what she learns to help her be, win when she does those things again later, right? And and that's why I do in Penny's story. And then you, you asked about Gretchen too, is that right? And, and so Gretchen, like so in metamorphosis i told the first part of gretchen's story and that's where gretchen goes to her first national federation of the blind convention it's just you know it's it's all based on all these stories are based on things i did but i've broken them up into different characters because they're different segments of my life right right and 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 so but i i don't i don't talk a lot about i mean it's not like my memoirs were where i'd say i and me in them it's it's told, is it like, I think third person or se- second person? I didn't get, I missed out on a lot of my education. So I really don't know what second person is versus third person. But my point is it's told from a different perspective than my memoirs are. And and because of the way they're written, I just feel like everybody, sighted or blind, will be able to read them and connect with the characters and learn a lot about themselves and how to overcome stuff in their lives. Um, and I, I told you before sailor um that I wanted to be a teacher before I went blind and and so when I realized that I because I'm so well read and that I realized I had a gift for writing I decided I was gonna try to teach through my writing and that's what I've been doing with these short stories that I've been writing and so I'm just really excited about them and and i i call them short stories but they're not just like a couple paragraphs they're several pages long several chapters long and each chapter is full of really good stuff um and a lot of people say to me well my it's only my blind friends because they a lot of my disabled friends they see success differently than the rest of the world does and to them success is all based on monetary because so many of my disabled friends are struggling financially right but but i I don't write my books to try to get wealthy. Right. I write my books to try to teach. Right. And and, and 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 God has shown me that if I will be faithful and try to, to do what I'm called to do, the, the, the blessings will follow. Right. So I'm not looking at my book sales. I honestly can't tell you how many, paperbacks I've sold. I can't tell you how many digital copies of my book I've sold. I can't tell you how many audible versions I've sold. I know that somewhere online, like on my, I think on my author's website, I can probably go up and get that information. But, but I have not been focusing on what am I getting out of it. I've been focusing on what I can I give. And so you know, what can I give through my writing? And and that's what I've been doing for most of my life is I've been trying to focus on what can I give to the world instead of what can I get from the world? And that is how I have succeeded. And God has taken care of me through it. And that's why I'm continuing. And so, so that's why I just want to try to help my viewers understand, like if you're thinking that the reason for writing books is to try to gain a lot of money and get a lot of book sales, that's wrong. The reason right. you write a book is because you have important stuff in your heart and mind
0: that you want to share with the world. And you that to, is why I write. You want to inspire others. and uh, Exactly. That's right. And a question, what training centers did you go to? I know you said you went to a couple of them. What so were
1: they? I, I, I've, I've toured several of them. I went to blind incorporated in Minneapolis for a little while. I went to, VLR in Minneapolis for a while. VLR is not an NFB training center and they're actually VLRs out of business now, but they were uh, just a non-NFB school. And I also went to savvy services for the blind in Phoenix.
0: Um, oh, savvy. after I wow. moved here
1: to Arizona. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you, uh, you know, I guess blind ink was the last training center you went to, or was it savvy? Savvy was the last one I went to. Oh, so uh I mean why did you go to multiple centers? Because did you did you go mainly because of so, because of so, your confidence or so I I started my
1: I started my training at Blind Inc in Minneapolis. And then my husband moved over and our kids moved over. And then all of us like well the reason I there were a few reasons I left Blind Inc., but honestly, um, the the NFB well, because is an NFB school. The NFB likes you to commit one hundred percent of your attention to their training. And when my husband and my kids moved over to Minneapolis, I couldn't. I could no longer uh, commit one hundred percent of my time to the training. Um, and they weren't willing to let me cut back to like half of the training, the stuff that I really needed so i dropped out of blind ink and went to vision loss resources in minneapolis to finish up because i was i had i was like committed to staying in minneapolis for a full year because i had signed a year lease on the house i was renting in minneapolis and since i was staying there anyway when I i had to drop out of blind ink i just switched over to vlr temporarily in minneapolis um but then when i moved to uh mesa in 2006 let's see when was it i moved here in 2015 and i started my tra- I, I started my training rather quickly because i got hooked up with uh what was it i'm trying to remember what it's called um Voc rehab well, as soon as i moved here well let me tell you how it started As soon as I moved here, I um, started looking into getting a guide dog, right, because I've never had a guide dog and I contacted a guide dog school in California and they wanted me to get uh, something from a mobility instructor um, talking about what how good my mobility skills were and they wanted a video of me using my cane. And and um, I hadn't had a mobility instructor for years because I'd been using my cane for years and hadn't needed any new direction because I knew how to do most things. I had never had sleep-shade training though, really. Well, I guess I had a little bit at Blinding. But so anyway, so when, when they wanted me to get this thing from a an O&M instructor, I had, to, um, I had to find an O&M instructor locally who could help me with it. And I wound up, I'm talking to Volk Rehab to try to get a book voc- or get an O M instru- instructor, and they told me they would only give me services if I was willing to go to work, and um, and you better believe it, I was willing to go to work. So, oh, hold. Hey, Theo, do you call Lori because she's yeah, Becca? I just want to let
2: you
0: know I've tried emailing her and I've tried texting her. She called me. She's having difficulty getting in, but uh, T P Lucas just uh, signed in. And I wanted to let you know that Mindy commented. She said she can't wait for your next great book. You're a great
3: author. And I love all the ones so far. Love you, my friend.
1: Okay, thank you, Mindy. And and so you said T P is with us?
3: Good morning, Becca. Hi, T P. are you? Uh, what was, was I morning? talking
1: about? Before? Oh, I'm good. How Not are you? Savvy. Savvy. You were talking about Savvy. savvy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You were talking about yeah. mobility training. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. I was telling you guys how I wound up going to Savvy. So I wound up going to Savvy because I contacted Bulk Rehab to find out about how to get a hold of OM training here. And when I went to when when my bulk rehab counselor said in order to get services from us, you have to be willing to go to work because we're gonna put you to work, I said, Hell yeah, where do I sign up? And um, and so they referred me. That's how I wound up going to Savvy Services for the Blind Hair in Phoenix. That's how I found Savvy. And and um, because I knew that the NFB had training centers around the country um, when I was in Minneapolis, um, But which is why I wound up going to Blind Ink originally, because I was living in Missoula and I was looking for a training center. And since I was originally from Minnesota, I went to Blind Ink first because they're in Minnesota, but I just couldn't hack the climate. I'm so tired. Of the snow and ice, because I spent like it's almost cold. the first forty years of my life up in Montana Minnesota. So I really am glad that I moved here to Arizona, and I'm really thrilled that I got the opportunity to go to Savvy Services for the Blind here in Phoenix, because they are a phenomenal
0: uh, training center for the blind.
1: Yeah. yeah, I
0: understand they're not affiliated with the NFB, but they lean closely toward the philosophy. Oh, yeah, right? yeah,
1: they they aren't. So yeah, they say they're not affiliated with NFB, and and I don't think the NFB. Be, is like telling them what to do, but m- many of their high, like their, I don't know, well, I think some of their board members, and I, I know several of their, I don't know if you call them administrators or the higher up people who are running Savvy, many of them are NFB members, and, and, and many of the teachers or the staff at, at Savvy are NFB members, and many of their students are NFB members, but let me tell you, and if a school has the label of NFB on it, to me, I mean the NFB has some shortfallings, but they definitely know how to do blind immersion training. So if you're looking for a good blind immersion training center, go to one of the NFB schools because they definitely have it figured out.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I because because because
0: because because, it, because it's for me like. I went to Chris Cole, which is the, uh, in-state training center here in Texas. Um, mm-hmm. they used to be, they were never affiliated with NFB I mean, they used to lean more towards their philosophy, but now mm-hmm. like they changed their program, but to be like more individualized based on the need for each client. And, uh, Well, I went to Chris Cole, I really enjoyed it. It was great. It really definitely gave me a lot of confidence. It was awesome. And also, like your state, uh, each, each, each state vocational rehabilitation agency is different. Some are very flexible. Some aren't. But like here in Texas, if you wanted to go to an NFB training center, you cannot just go. You have to push and pull and you have to justify to your counselor you know, why you want to go, what can Chris Cole not provide you that makes you want to go to an NFB training center. Make sense? No, yeah. I, and I,
1: thank you for thank you for bringing that up, Siller. This is one of the issues that I address in Metamorphosis and again in the book I'm about to publish that so I'm probably still busy steering. Now, one of the things I address is like I... I i was able to accomplish a lot with when i was a voc rehab client and i was able to get my voc rehab counselors i actually had two counselors while i was a voc rehab client here in phoenix right and i was able to get both of my counselors i wouldn't say bend over backwards but when i said to them i need a to do b they said well great you've already done c so lori keeps calling me um they said, "Well, great! You've already shown us that you have the the ambition and the the fortitude to to accomplish. C, so yes, we're willing to 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 give you this this thing here, right? Um, the, we're willing to uh, to come alongside you and give you the t- these extra tools you need or these new tools you need to go on to your next steps, right?" and and so in metamorphosis and in this book I'm about to publish like I said these are not or these are fiction stories, but they're told from my point of view. And so in these books, in conversation, the characters have conversations with their book rehab counselors and the characters say the words that I said to my book rehab counselors to get them to give me everything I needed when I went to my training so I was able to succeed and it's because it's not I don't believe I mean it's I'm not seeing that that not everybody succeeds but a lot of people have trouble succeeding even when they go to blind rehab training and i think a lot of them have the problem is sometimes that they're not communicating clearly with their counselors so their counselors aren't realizing a the drive and ambition of the person b the skills and intent of the person and stuff like that and so in in my books i am like i said i'm i'm modeling i'm like the characters are modeling the things I said and did and the, the actions I took to get my Voc Rehab counselors to, like I said, I got, both of my Voc Rehab counselors gave me computers. Right, my first Voc Rehab counselor, I said something to her in a Voc Rehab in one of my meetings, right? And she said, I'll get you your computer right now, right? And a few weeks later I had my computer, right? And meanwhile, I was watching all of the other students in training, they were sitting around for forever waiting for, the red tape would get cleared up, so their counselor would just suddenly decide to give them their computer. But my counselor vouched for me and cut through the red tape when she realized I was serious about my training. And it was the words I said to her in the meeting that day. So in my, I, I, I recreate that in one of these stories, right? And then later on, when I had my second book rehab counselor, because she retired, my second voc rehab counselor, that first computer that the first one got me actually went kicks up. And I was having a lot of problems with it, and so my second book rehab counselor got me a second computer, and, and 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 they didn't complain about it, right? But I I had to communicate with them in a certain way to get them to realize how serious I was about my training in order to get them to give that to me. But I just want my I'm trying to help my readers help empower them to communicate better with their book rehab counselors, and and. And stuff so they can have the same success. And and I'm not saying that we rehab counselor are bad, but a lot of times they just don't I think they don't understand where we're coming from as blind people. Do you understand what I mean?
3: Yeah. I'm uh. I have to get back with uh, the, the my book rehab counselor because I had changed while I was away. So I gotta try to figure out how to get back uh with a book rehab counselor and uh, get uh over to Savvy Services.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to be a bulk rehab counselor, guys. I Well, I actually have several things that I'm working on, right? I'm an author, and I'm making my first movie, and I'm a YouTuber. But being a bulk rehab counselor is one of my goals. Because if I can become a bulk rehab counselor, imagine what I can do. To, I mean, I, like I said, I've been an advocate for so long. And anyway, that's just one of my goals.
3: Well, guess what? What? I got some news, Becca.
1: What's your news?
3: Well, remember how I told you that I was looking for a wife because I wanted to be a husband? Yeah. I found a wife.
1: Really? What's her name? How did you oh. find her? her
3: um, well, she actually found me after one of the shows uh, back in January. Oh, can oh, you uh, tell us the story? Well, um, after I performed uh, at the okay. birthday show, um jim and i and the rest of the crew were selling my t-shirts for me and i was just sitting there listening to the audience and the the, the background chatter and everything right uh-huh. and so this voice walks up to me and goes hey what are you over here thinking about and i'm like wow nobody ever asked me that question so we started talking and um she bought a t-shirt and everything and she said, well, I'm gonna leave. Uh, let me have a hug before I go and I hugged her. And I mean, this is the world's worst pickup line, but it's what came out of my mouth, okay? So oh. I hugged this woman and I go, oh my God, you feel like you uh-huh. make good-ass cornbread.
1: You said she feel like she makes some good-ass cornbread?
3: Yes, <laughs> what I said to this lady. I want you she respond. She uh-huh. said, yeah, uh, fried chicken and collard greens too. Uh-huh. And so uh, we've been pretty much inseparable, although we've had ups and downs. Her name is Candace Perry. And uh, wow. yeah, we're getting married August 27th. Woohoo! So- oh. August 27? That's really quick. Holy cow! Well, I mean, I'm grown. I'm 55 years old. Uh, I don't know. Tomorrow yeah. ain't promised. I, yeah. I feel like I did when I was a teenager, you know?
1: Uh well, TP, I, I hope you're not making a mistake. No, like, I, I, I don't plan on ever getting married again, dude. And that's really fast to try to choose to marry someone like yeah, that. Yeah, that's fast. Well, I mean, Take
0: your time. I, I got my,
3: we met January 28th of this year.
1: Uh, okay, well, can, can I meet him before you tie the knot? And I'll give you my yeah. opinion, because you know I'm, I'm your friend, and I love you, and I'm always best for you. And I mean, I won't be hard on her, but I just want to make sure that whoever's marrying my buddy T.P. is going to be good to him.
3: All right, yeah, she knows all about you, too.
1: Oh, I'm sure she does. Like,
3: Come on, that's, that's you know, if, if she's going to get to know me, she's got to know who Becca is, because I won't associate <laughs> or affiliate with anyone on this planet that can't get along with Becca.
1: <laughs> well, thank you, T.P.
3: Um... That's right. It, it, we that are that is wonderful yet. news.
1: That yes. is the best news that I've heard in a long time. I'm so happy for you that you met a woman that that like
3: like lights your fire and Yeah, I mean, knock my socks, smooth off my feet. I don't even have any on right now. <laughs> And, exactly. and I want to point out to our viewers that the way TP met this woman was
1: because he was out living his life. He wasn't hiding in his house from COVID. He wasn't hiding in, under the bed from blindness. He was right. out living his life.
3: And, and I met and her organically. So, I didn't use yeah. no dating apps or sites yeah. or like that. We met organically, yeah. like people are supposed to meet. Now T P Were you? Were you exposing
1: your genitalia to her or something? No. Or wearing a low cut blouse.
3: <laughs> no, I was. Uh, had I had just. Per- I had just performed, and um, I, I headlined the show. And uh, as usual, after the show, everybody's doing what they do, and oh. I'm just kind of sitting there because I'm the only blind person. And uh, you know, she came up and we and struck up a conversation, and we've been pretty much uh-huh. inseparable. We've had a few ups and downs, but. Um, nothing oh. that uh, we couldn't get over. You know, I'm 55, she's 40, and uh, we're both beautiful people.
0: That's oh, good. Yeah. Congratulations!
3: Y'all, That's y'all awesome,
0: met show. At- you said.
3: Say that again. Say y'all
0: met at some show, right?
3: Yeah, at, um January 28th. Um, they, my birthday is January 26th. Where were you performing me- again, TV? I was actually I was in Mesa. You were supposed to come to that show.
1: Oh
3: remember Maybe at the miss- uh, new york pizza and wings oh that's the night you met her yeah oh you were supposed to be there that night
1: and that was your birthday show right
3: right remember
1: yeah i remember i don't remember why i couldn't go back I felt so bad because i wanted to be there for your birthday show
3: yeah i don't oh, know why wow. you didn't come either but yeah I mean, so we had what kids.
1: a birthday present to you huh meeting the woman you're gonna
0: marry yeah that's
3: and then it's like, is, this you know, first, is this
0: your first? Is this your is this your first wife? Is this your no, first?
3: No, this, this would be actually my fourth wife. Oh. <laughs> well,
0: Teepi's oh, very no. handsome. Teepi's very well,
1: handsome, hope, and he's a gentleman,
0: I mean, oh, getting mind. married like this it's it was pretty fast. I hope I hope you know this is the right you know deal because they say you know you should get married, but take your time you know don't rush it get to know each other
3: uh, yeah i mean there's that there, i don't feel like a rush or anything like that i feel like okay we we tried you know because she, she was the one that got scared because she was falling in love and everything and she was like oh it's too fast i can't do this so she broke up with me for nothing just because she was scared and then uh about a week or so later maybe two weeks uh she calls me, she's crying, and I'm like, What are you okay? Is, uh, is everything all right? And she goes, No, I just miss you. And I'm like, Well, I'll be missing you too, but you wanted to split up. And so once we cut that bullshit out, we've been inseparable ever since. I feel sick with that. That's us. good.
0: And what's your and name again?
3: Her name is uh Candace Perry.
0: Yeah, your okay. name. Your name is what oh, you what's your name, T P Lucas? T. P. Yes. Okay. That's awesome. Congratulations, T P.
3: Thank you, the, uh, Sailor.
0: Can you guys hear me? Yes. OK,
1: I want to point out to our viewers that TP is quite a catch. TP, I want to say congratulations to you. And I want to say congratulations, congratulations to Candace as well, because I have known TP since like 2018. And I know TP, TP to be gentlemanly, romantic, spontaneous, inventive, um, honest. Uh, a strong um brave um and i've seen like like i met tp at a comedy show in the fall of 2018 i met him at one of his comedy shows right right and and then and then he got hit by a car a few months later you guys i I don't mean hit by a car he got fucking run over by pickup yeah and and so this guy is tough he's tough as nails so candace is getting quite a catch here I'm yeah. so jealous of Candace.
3: Good is for you, she, Candace. She, she <laughs> motivates me. I don't know. I mean, it's a natural thing. You know what I'm saying? You know, when it's, oh. everybody knows it when they see it, but don't nobody know what it is. It's called the mm-hmm. it factor. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and 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 it's there. It's a factor that something happened between us and uh, we like it. Huh. You know, so- And yes, she knows all about my girl, Becca, because Everybody's got that knows me. Got to know about Becca. That's just Becca saved my life.
1: Oh, TP, you're pretty awesome. I'm I'm glad I could help you out when you needed it. Um, do you guys? Do you guys want to talk about the convention? Sailor and I were there, and TP, you've heard a lot about what happened at the convention. We can all kind of talk about stuff.
3: Yeah. Any updates I'm, on the, any other people that were injured by vehicles?
1: Um, I haven't heard, but I here's the thing, I. I don't know. I mean, I, I talked to a couple of people who knew people who had been hit by cars, Mm -hmm. but I don't know any of the 10 people who myself who were hit by cars. And because I'm not even sure what states they were from, I can't even, I haven't, well, I know as a member of the NFB, I'm sure, and I know so many people in the NFB, I'm sure I could find out who the 10 people were and contact them myself. Um, But I haven't, had time to do that because I've literally been killing, well, I've been, first I was sick with the COVID for so long when I got home and the time I haven't been sick I've been working on my book, my fourth book, so um, Oh, speaking I, of which
3: um, what? You, uh, there's a phrase out of Metamorphosis that sticks in my head because I'm still listening to it. What's
1: uh, that?
3: But I appreciate it. Suck it up, buttercup.
1: You like that? <laughs> 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 yeah, I was, how to, I was trying to figure oh, out how to repeat <laughs> How to say that in a funny way and so i was like like i i am um, i typed that in there and when my jaws read it back to me, i, I laughed at that that's perfectly the way that sounds so i'm glad you like that pp
3: oh yeah and and and, and i like it because it crosses my mind when i feel like you know okay like if i get disoriented or something like that i'll just stop uh-huh. and inside my mind i hear the narrator say suck it up buttercup and then i'll <laughs> <laughs> i'll get reoriented you know So that's a really good uh, phrase for me to have in my brain because, you know, Mm -hmm. I I use, you know, I'm triggered a lot, you know, and that's Mm -hmm. a great trigger for me to have. Mm
1: -hmm. Now, what do you think? So, Linda Nelson read Metamorphosis. What do you think of her reading?
3: I love it. Um, She is very interesting. She uh, draws you in uh, Mm -hmm. with interest. Uh, Her Mm -hmm. voice is so attractive to the ear Mm -hmm. um she makes the story real she paints a wonderful picture
1: yeah and i love linda's reading i'm gonna i haven't had a chance to contact her after we're done editing um i'm still busy steering my fourth book i'm gonna see if i can get linda to read it also
3: yeah, that she's she's a she's a great read. Uh, I enjoy mm. it. She's interesting. I do most of my listening in the evening, uh, in my earbuds, and then I mm-hmm. fall asleep. And then when the next night I'll, I'll find out where I fell asleep at, and then pick up from there.
1: So how far are you? What story are you in? in
3: uh, I don't even know yet, cause uh, anymore, cause I have to go back and retrack. That's how. I have do you it gotten... every night. Mm. Okay, so you're I... you're enjoying it? Yes, I am enjoying it and um and some of the you know it's like i'm you know literally listening to it twice because i i realize halfway through like a chapter that oh i already heard this chapter but then i continue to listen to it go to the next one yeah
1: Um, well when you read when you listen to it a second time you might
0: hear things you missed the first time too
3: right i i i absorb more Mm -hmm. information
0: i mean well i have yet i have yet to read all the books i just downloaded them uh what i'm gonna do is um I'm making a. I'm gonna be in the car tomorrow, going to Austin from here, because mm-hmm. I'm going to a friend's wedding tomorrow afternoon. So, while, mm-hmm. while I'm on the road, I'm gonna read one of your books, Becca. So, Sailor, read *Metamorphosis* first. That's my okay. the last book I published,
1: but it's the best one, and I'm really hoping that my readers if, if you haven't read any of my books if you're trying to figure out which one to start with start with metamorphosis my most recent book cuz it's the best it's and like okay, like we'll i do. said I I, I I try i want to teach through my writing and i and it's important to me that my readers get the, the better
0: teaching and that's the best one so awesome um, oh, yeah so, oh, i was i was thinking to read because you just because you're blind first but all definitely i'll all read metamorphosis uh, first so i'll do that Yeah. Well, it's you as you can see, TP's reading
1: it. TP is I've had a few of my blind friends I've been trying to talk into reading it, but they like they don't take time. It's so hard to get people to read your books, right? TP is literally the first one of my friends who's told me how it's affecting them. And I'm really pleased that TP is being affected in the ways he's being affected by it because he's clearly learning the things I want my readers to learn. And that means I'm succeeding at at what I'm trying to do with my writing. And so TB, thank you so much for sharing with us what you're getting out of it.
3: Oh yeah, and then next week I'll share the rest because I mean, I'm in now, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. The dairy the, that the, the, the drew me in, the stories uh-huh. threw me in. So, you know, and And, you and know, the
1: writing, the writing yeah. is good too, right?
3: Absolutely, that's, that's right. And that hey, you know, you got me saying, that's my catchphrase now, suck it up buttercup, you know. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Becca, what
0: sailor i want to propose something to you what if i book you on my show in three weeks that each week i'm going to read one of your books let me get all these books read and let's shoot for three weeks from today you'll be on my show how's that sound so sailor um We've
1: been trying to get scheduled time for me to be on your show for a week. Well, since we got back from the convention, right? Um, Why don't you read the books and talk about them on your show and we can set up and one interview, okay. One after you read *Metamorphosis*, we'll set up an interview, and I'll come on your show, and we can talk about *Metamorphosis*. Okay,
0: you can. You should read all three of my books, but we'll talk about *Metamorphosis*. Okay, since it's the newest. Okay. One. Okay. 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 So maybe. So maybe we'll maybe uh, you'll be on my show, but like we'll do it in 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 parts, you know. Right. Yeah. And, of and, the, and,
1: and the, the first one, we'll talk about *Metamorphosis*, and we can also talk about your show and stuff, you know. Because yeah. Because when you read *Metamorphosis*, Sailor, I, I really think you'll find a lot of stuff in there that will help you in all areas of your life. Right? I mean, that's the way, way I tried to write it to help awesome. my readers or teach my readers. Right? So read *Metamorphosis*, and then when we do when we do that, <coughs> excuse me. When we do the interview on your show, where we talk about metamorphosis, then we can also talk about your life and your uh, your channel and and your podcasts and stuff and the stuff you're doing because we can
0: tie it all in together. Okay. Awesome. Sounds like a plan. So, uh, so I'll tell you what. I will start metamorphosis tomorrow uh, okay. when I when I when I get on the road to go to to, to go to this wedding, and then um, <laughs> we'll go from there. And okay, like I else. said, please please go up to Audible
1: and write me a review when you're done too, okay? Because that's, that's the way to get other people to read your book is by getting people who are reading it now to write reviews. Because when people are checking out new authors and when they look for new books to read, they often read reviews, right? Right. And, you know, I, I've been an avid reader my whole life, and I have never written a review, and I'm really sad about that. And... I honestly don't have much time to read right really? now uh, because I'm busy writing. But when I am reading again, I'm going to make sure and write um, reviews of books for authors because as an author, I'm realizing how important it is. Because if, if you're going to read a book, and if that book is if that book teaches you things, or if it changes your 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 mind about things, which is what helps you learn and grow and change your life, right? Then the least you can do is go up to Amazon and write a review for the author, right, to help them like promote their book so somebody else can read it and get the same benefits.
3: Right. Awesome. Right. And you know what else I want to do once I finish Metamorphosis? Because I, mm-hmm. I have a, a lot of shows to, uh, this year coming up in L.A. What I'd uh-huh. like to do is see if I can find a way to get uh, you on Ellen. That would be a great uh, uh, promotion for all your books. And you wouldn't be able to keep, keep up with the demand. On Ellen? Was... Ellen? Yeah. Who's, That's who's Ellen? Ellen DeGeneres. She's like one of my favorite female comedians. Oh, do you know her? No, but uh, we have some mutual <laughs> friends, and I would like to get you on that show.
1: Yeah, I'd love to be on Ellen's show. I've heard of it. I haven't
3: seen it though. Oh, her show is amazing. Ellen's yes. been on uh, like on the air That's like true. twenty years. Uh, yeah, I know. Just- yeah, T P.
0: Uh, Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, I believe this was her last year. I thought. Oh. I think I thought she was retiring the show.
3: Oh wow. Okay, so I'm a little well, too maybe.
1: I, maybe I could get her. T P. Maybe you could get her to come on Becca's World so we could interview her. Can you okay. see
3: if she'd like she to come gonna, on the I'm going to start being nosy and check it out.
1: Yeah. How old but is
3: Ellen? Ellen is about my age. Pretty close to her.
1: You know, maybe I can no, be, actually, super, yeah. to be friends with her. She's probably pretty awesome. So if you, CP, if you can get birth- in touch
3: with her. She's, she's my birthday twin.
1: Oh, she is?
3: Yeah, we share oh, the right. same birthday.
1: Same year, too?
3: Yeah, um, yeah.
1: me and Ellen are the same
3: age. We're
0: birthday twins. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's um, really January 26, baby. Okay, what were you going to say, Sailor? Uh, Becca, uh, I don't mean to ask, but uh, how much time is left because I have some bad news. I, my phone is on low battery, and I'm not near a charger, so it so might be Sailor- like... You-
1: Sailor, if, if you drop off the show, that's fine because t- we just end the show when, when the last person's gone and we just I just end the show. Then. So, T.P. and I will keep talking. Um, I finally we'll made the in the it in here. In a, we're probably going <laughs> yeah, to end the show in a few minutes anyway.
0: Oh, Rebecca, any... Lori is here.
1: Oh, hi, Lori. How are you?
2: I'm, here. I'm good. How about you? I finally made it in.
1: Okay, well, so we were going to end the show, but Lori, um, do you want to... TP, do you want to talk with Lori for a little bit?
2: Well, let me know. How
3: are you? Well, I know to... you're ending it. I
2: didn't mean to come in at the end, but... Well, well, TP, do you have some time?
3: I do. It's okay, Sailor. Okay, so,
1: Sailor, you go ahead and sign off since your phone's about to die and TP and I will just visit with Lori. How are you, Lori?
0: Thanks thanks so much for having me on your show Okay, bye, Sailor. Bye there. Okay, great. Bye, Sailor. I'll talk to you in a a few days, my friend. Okay, awesome. Bye-bye. Bye.
2: Well, I it took me a while. I finally saw the link.
0: <laughs>
2: okay, great. How are you, Lori? I'm doing good. I finally got the groceries put away. I'm still waiting okay. for the repairman to come and fix this hole in the roof. <laughs>
1: okay, so so TP, Lori was at the convention in New Orleans a few weeks ago. And Lori, TP was not there, but TP Has is blind himself. He's kind of heard about what went on, and so he understands what some of us went through. So, so let's start by talking about the convention, okay? Um, So, Uh Lori. So, I'm sure you had a good time at the convention, right? I did. I had a great time. (laughs)
2: So, so what were your favorite things about the convention? I enjoyed the uh, the the you know where they do the veterans thing. I always enjoy that. Oh, when they say that
1: when they say the pledge, and we uh sing, and they do all that music. The band and was awesome the, so could, is that the called the color guard i think
2: yes but it when, was
1: it was and the
2: band yeah. they did a wonderful job this year i thought and oh yeah and um i thought they did a good job about the history of new orleans and handing out the necklaces and candy that they made and that was nice yeah. that they told
1: us all about that that was cool so ladies and gentlemen if you've been watching becca's world or my youtube channel reading my books you know that I'm very patriotic, and I love our vets. And being part of the NFB, I'm so thrilled that the NFB also supports our vets. We, there's a huge, like, the blind veterans is a huge part of the federation. And That's my the favorite federation. part, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, me too. And I'm friends with several of our blind veterans. And oh, yeah. I actually, I, I actually, well, I I actually vets rode throughout on the plane my with, life. Actually, Will was on my flight when we went in.
2: Who was? Will Sensen. Who's he? He's the one that was sort of in charge of the of the band and the veteran stuff. He's one of the veterans. Oh, you,
1: you mean, did you say Skinson? Yes, I did. Oh, you called him Will. I called him met Roy. <laughs> yeah, Roy was a teacher. Roy is a teacher at Savvy Search. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. you know, he's
2: awesome. and
1: and Yo, Yeah, Roy him. is awesome. And of course, it was funny
2: that I flew in with him and Chris Abel and another person from California. We were all mm-hmm. on the same flight that was late. Two hours okay. late, by the way. <laughs> was getting back from the convention. Um, the only thing I can see is they should have done the the thing about the COVID differently. They should have never yeah. allowed anybody in that had not had a negative test from home. Right. They should not have but done another... any testing on site. They should have not allowed anybody in that even even looks sick, because yeah.
1: it got the rest of us sick yeah and and you know the really sad thing was it was bad enough coming back from the convention like at least at the convention i didn't get sick at the convention i got sick it the was last what,
2: day when i was coming home
1: and then i had to back for a week from work i mean that was crazy it, right so but mm-hmm. there were a lot of people who were getting sick at the convention who were quarantined and then other members of the convention had to spend their time Running like I talked to—I don't want to mention any names—but I talked to friends. Let me finish, please. I talked to friends who were while I was at the convention. I ran into friends who told me that they were spending their time running errands for people who were quarantined, getting them food, getting them water, and Mm -hmm. all of this stuff. And it was so unfair. It was unfair to the ones who had to be quarantined. It was unfair to the ones who had to spend their convention running errands for the ones who had to work quarantined. It was unfair to the people who came home. Like I've been sick or in quarantine for the last three weeks since I got home. Because oh, I met well, lots of was... other people were too. And it's so unfair that all this yeah. stuff happened because the NFB neglected to follow proper COVID protocols. But the next uh-huh. thing that happened that we need to talk about is the 10 people who were hit by cars at the convention. That's what I can't believe. Yeah. yeah. Do you know do you know anybody personally that was hit by cars, Lori? No, but I was yeah.
2: awfully careful and when I went across that crosswalk, I went with something from the hotel. <laughs> yeah. Well it was it was scary, wasn't it? <laughs> it was because there's the there's also the trolley tracks that are there. So yeah, it wasn't no, just you... the crosswalk, it was also the trolley thing that was there. So who knows what was gonna come at you, you know? Yeah, it was no, a yeah, that
3: thing. Been awesome. the wrong place for me. I'd have had a serious PTSD attack. Because, uh, you know, traffic noise is scared of death. but Jesus, They I do believe. me too. And I've Not already right. been run over by a truck. <laughs>
1: now, I'm Maury, definitely afraid. Maury, you have some vision, right? Like I do, yes, right? Yes, but I'm
2: definitely afraid of cars because I was in a car wreck when I was 11. So that's a so, bad So... Taste.
1: so- but I want to say, those. imagine the people who are totally blind who were at the convention trying to cross that crazy street. Oh, uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> yes, and so, like, it, it was horrible. I imagine. Right.
2: Also, Before, I thought they didn't, they could have chosen a better hotel because the steps were hard for me. I had to go out the garage, the, the, the Valley parking garage every day because I couldn't navigate the steps. Oh, oh yeah. wow. <laughs> um, it was the same with the sheraton too i had to go out the valet parking garage because um, the steps were too steep for my knee
1: oh yeah
2: so they should have chosen something more uh for those handicap to, accessible
1: yeah or handicap accessible yeah yeah so the, the federation is usually pretty good at remembering that why people come in all shapes, sizes and walks of life, right? Yeah, well, they but, forgot about but, that this year. But, yeah, they, they definitely <laughs> forgot about that this year. And I think that's why so much, so many things went wrong with the convention. I I yeah. think the NFB is just out of practice with running conventions. I think so. so,
2: because after three years, I guess
1: we're out of sync.
2: <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I enjoyed everything. I enjoyed the meetings, the talks, the lectures, yeah. the banquet. Um, I even thought the meal was pretty good. Um, yeah. I enjoyed all the seminars that I was able to attend. I wasn't good at the origami stuff that we tried to do.
1: <laughs> yeah, know, I was really, so I, I met, I, I met this. Well, I met, I saw this a friend of mine named Austin again, who I met at my 2016 convention.
2: Uh, it was his cool.
1: first convention and it was my second convention and it was my second uh-huh. convention that I met him at. And so we reconnected and that was really nice. Isn't that and nice? Yeah. Um and I, I met a cool lot of cool people comes. I hadn't seen and in a while. Loved- uh-huh. So that was good too. Mm-hmm. So T- Tamer is one of our friends that was gonna try to be joining us today. He's one of and our and so maybe next week we can get Tamer and Andrea on with us as well. Um, yes. and sailors they're all they are all people that we met this week um
3: at the convention oh yeah okay they're all people that you met at the convention
1: oh yeah well and we met a lot of other people too well do you know oh met i met tons of, of people,
2: people along the way mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah
3: mm, all right so well, g- go ahead
1: so Um, Did you take in any of the seminars at the convention, Lori?
2: I I took in the, uh, the one about Braille from APH. And I took in. uh And that was a really good one. And I also took in the one about the independent science one where they have the, um, where you're doing scientific experiments using. uh, uh, It's like, it's like a two, two different displays and it like it makes it so that you can feel the scientific
1: experience and the emojis yeah. and stuff yeah that's another thing that's one thing i love about going to the nfb conventions and i love about the nfb overall because listen you guys the nfb is all about making life like accessible to blind people so so they really like when you go to the convention you get to see a lot of really cool new um cutting edge uh stuff that's out there huh
2: yeah all right of course we can't afford it but it was nice to see it and nice to experiment with it but
1: well but the thing is once you go and you see it like when you go to the convention you learn about what's available and then you can go home and you can talk to your book rehab counselor and say hey <laughs> i know this tool is out there and i need this and have them pay it for you pay for it for that's, you that's or true if for- you're a parent of a blind child and you go to the convention you learn about things that you can go to your child's school and say look This is this tool's out there for my child to help learn in school. I need the school to provide that, right? Well,
2: if you're working, you don't really get a whole lot, but um, it's good to know what's out there. Yes.
1: Yes. Well, but another thing you can approach your employer about providing stuff for you that you learn about. That's true. They have provided
2: different things. Yes.
1: Right. Right, and so. So these are just like one of the great things about going to these NFB conventions. I love the that. Oh, ice. I do.
2: It's wonderful. I yeah. enjoyed every bit of it yeah. and I
1: ate every kind of seafood you can name. Right. Uh, <laughs> I, I actually tried to watch what I ate. I always try to watch what I eat when I go to these conventions. Yeah. I-, I
2: just mean, the, you know, it's the seafood capital kind of-, of America. I make sure I enjoy uh-huh. some seafood. Yeah. <laughs> I don't eat oysters on the prior broiled, broiled every day. Uh-huh. <laughs>
3: right? Yeah, if you're going to eat seafood, uh, New Orleans is the place to eat it.
2: That's right.
3: I love so New Laurie, Orleans.
1: Lori, have you checked out *Metamorphosis* yet? No, I have not. So, Metamorphosis is my third book that I just published in December, and it's out on Audible. Oh, cool! And TP, TP, before you came on the air with us, TP was telling us about some of the great things he's been getting out of Metamorphosis because he's been listening to it.
3: Oh yeah, so, I so, listen to it in the evening, and uh, I'm enjoying it.
2: That's an interesting title.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So. So well, yeah, well, I call- the, the main things that I got out of it is, "Woe is me" is never. The
2: energy to have, That's right. yep, exactly. You
3: know what I'm saying? Sort of, <laughs> woe is me does not work. It, it's, no. it's a waste of energy. It's a waste of time. That's so right. you are gonna do like the book suggests. You suck it up, Buttercup.
2: <laughs> There's too much yes. time to worry about being woe is me. You're right. Well, TP, I'm really thrilled that you're getting
1: that out of reading *Metamorphosis*. <laughs> yeah, i see. I'm,
2: I'm not, you so Lori, you need to
3: read it because you get a lot of this. Up. What's your I'm sure it's a
2: great book.
3: Uh-huh. When depression shows up now, I get angry because <laughs> I'm like, you're not allowed in my life, depression. I don't, <laughs> no. I don't want you here. Uh-huh. Who yeah. are you, depression? You and need to change your
1: thinking. That's mm-hmm. right. Minus right,
2: right. will not hold us back. We can live the life we want. Right. <laughs> so yes, I'm
1: so thrilled, Chief, what you're getting
3: out of metamorphosis because that's exactly what I want my readers to get out of it. I'm right. so thrilled. I mean, I get pumped now. It's like, you know, I used to be like, woe is me, oh my god, I can't see. Oh my God, I can't drive. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh my God, I'm alive. Screw you, depression.
2: I had some of those issues when I was in my 30s and I was grateful to find the NFB because it gave me a different outlook because um, I needed some help. And my adopted grandmother was a help in getting me adapted to some of the things as well. And my grandmother who I live with, of course. So between all of that, I, I seem to uh, have um, followed followed some of the teachings uh, that we need to follow, which is great.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah the NFB is defi- has definitely been a, a good tool in my life that has helped me. Yes. Um, so I like I always encourage people and, to And uh, there that isn't
2: speech. really much of an A C B outreach that you were asking about in, in right. Phoenix. Uh, there's that's one why I've had so much trouble. Lindsay McHugh is in charge of it in Tucson. Uh, uh, I don't know if you know her, but uh, she's a really strong oh, person. Oh, think
1: I, I think I've seen her on Facebook. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I'll send her a message. And since she's in Tucson, I'm sure she can connect me with. I'm local sure she can here. because she's yeah. really
2: strong in the ACB. Okay. I think she's been their president or vice president, I think, in the chapter. So okay, that's cool. the best thing. I don't remember, but I'm just guessing. I can't remember right now, but she's speaking. Okay, cool.
1: Um, and you said so. Lindsay lives in Tucson, is she affiliated with Savvy in Tucson? Do you know
3: something happened to a voice?
1: Are you there, Lori? Uh, we might have lost her. Um, is Sailor's oh, and Sailor left. tp is there anything yeah. you want to talk about before we end the
3: show? Then, well, anything? um. Other than uh, make sure that the uh, the, the the viewers uh, go check out *Metamorphosis*. I'm, it's an addiction. Uh, get your get your *Metamorphosis* on. Find the book. Read the book. Paperback. Audiobook. Do what you got to do because it's, it's digital addictive. download. Addictive. Yeah, it's addictive. Go ahead, people, get that book.
1: Addictive or educational or both?
3: Yeah, both. It's addictive and educational. Well, it's
1: inspirational, right? Well, yeah, it's, yeah addictive it's, and inspirational. Probably more.
3: Accurate. yeah right
1: okay it's, and, and yeah.
3: motivational too
1: yes yes um i tp i'm so glad that you talked about Metamorphosis today because i think when people hear today's show they're gonna go read it and that i just need somebody to to go write reviews of it because i know they'll get the same stuff out of it when they read it that you're getting and if they write a review about it, that other people will read it
3: Right And like I
1: said earlier, you guys, the point isn't about what am I making on my book sales or how many books I'm selling. It's how many people are reading it because I want people to read it.
3: Right. Well, look, sometimes help travels fast. Sometimes help travels slow. As Mm -hmm. long as help is still moving and you're still helping people, you're winning.
1: Yeah. TP, I can't wait till you're done with metamorphosis because there's a lot of great stuff in there. Um. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, Tippi, do you want to plug any shows before I end the show?
3: Well, there's a lot of great shows all over the country that I'm affiliated <laughs> with. So just go to Facebook and search for hottest comedy shows in the U.S. and go to one near you. Yeah, go and support our comedians, okay,
1: guys? Because we need to laugh in this country. It's part of our healing. Um. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed today's show, guys please go up to our store on our on our YouTube channel, Becca's World, and check out my books and check out our Becca's World memorabilia. You can get hats, t-shirts, coffee mugs, and lots of other fun things. And, and please read Met- Metamorphosis and tell your friends about it. And I'm not telling you to buy it and read it because I want to get anything out of it. I want you to get out of it. I want you to benefit from what I re- wrote, okay? So anyway, like I said, please tell your friends, Thank you so much for joining us today. Please like the video, share the video, and subscribe to the channel. Peace out, y'all. That's a wrap. Thank you.
3: Peace out.
1: Thank you for watching Becca's World. Please like, share, and subscribe to my channel.